that our talk is called back to dot, 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 question mark. Because everything has changed. And I, you hear people, I want to go back to the way it was. You know, Kenneth's saying, can't we go back to before? I want to go back to the way it was. And it's like, I, most people I know were complaining a lot before. They were complaining a lot before. They're complaining now. And, and it's like, you know, so what's the difference? But we're not going back to before. You know, and traditionally, this time, this season, it's like back to school, and it's back, and that's iffy, and, uh, but it's, it's back to familiar things. And I don't know if anything's ever going to be familiar again. And, and we're striving to. But what if we all got on board with uh, it being fresh? And uh, let's go back to now. And I know I've talked about now a lot. And, but I, and today we're going to talk more about change than anything. Because uh, we've got to change our minds. We've got to change our thoughts. Anybody who's ever done a radical thing in their life knows what change is about. Uh, if anybody's ever gotten sober, if anybody's ever quit cigarettes, if anybody has ever quit uh, doing things that are damaging themselves and suddenly they're doing loving things to themselves, what, what's, what's hard is at the beginning sometimes it feels like everything but love is active in your life. It, it, uh, you know, when I quit smoking, <laughs> yeah, I did not feel loved by the universe. I walked out of a job one day. I used to usher at Broadway shows on Wednesdays and Saturdays. You know, anytime I had off from the lighting thing, I would call the Schubert's and I'd say, I have this day and this day free. And I would get paid $25 to go watch Broadway shows. And all I had to do was guide people to their seats beforehand. It was, it was a great job. And, but this one day, I, uh, the, the Ninth Avenue Food Festival was happening and I wanted to go to it. And I was working at Miss Saigon, the afternoon and evening show. And I just, and usually if you work both, you got out early for one of them. And I decided before I went in that I was going to have off early for the afternoon one so that I could go enjoy the Grease Festival. And that's what I always called it, Ninth Avenue Grease Festival. That was a treat. And, uh, and, and this woman said, oh, no, you're, you're a fill-in. You have to work both. And I said, no, I don't. And she said, oh, yes, you do. I said, watch, I'm going to leave. You can't do that. I said, watch me. And I left. <laughs> and when I went in that week to get my paycheck, and I'm not sure if I even went in to get a paycheck. I think I went in, I know I went in to apologize. And I went in on, on one of the days and I, and I found the manager and I said, I, look, I really have to apologize for that. I said, I've just quit smoking. And she said, oh, enough said. And that was the end of it. She understood. Clearly she had been there. When you're making changes and when change is forced upon us, it's not fun unless you make it fun. Unless you make life fun. And a lot of, for a lot of us during this time, we've made it fun. We've made it interesting. And, you know, at a certain point, the, the novelty wears off. And, you know, am I going to have to wear a mask forever? You know, can I never eat inside again? You know, what's going on? Even the restaurants here are open. You can eat inside. A lot of people are not ready to do that. You know, can I hug a friend again? Can I sit next to a stranger again? What can I do again? That was, and I'll tell you, maybe never. Maybe never. 
And what are you going to do? Are you going to be miserable? Were, how happy were you before this? Ask all of you. How happy were you? Was your day free of worry and complaint? If you're some of the people I know, I saw your Facebook pages. They were not free of worry and complaint. They were bitching about this and this and this and this, and this is awful and this one's awful. And it's like, okay, so now this happened. And it's a lot of the same complaints about this one and this one and this one. But yeah, with a few new added ones. I, I, I've talked to people who said it, but I have yet to see on anybody's Facebook page, COVID's working for me. <laughs> and, and so, you know, you look at that. Ah, oh, I'm so happy. My business has fallen to the tubes. I am thrilled. Thank you, God. Mm. You know, nobody said that. And, and, and so, back to what? What are you screaming to go back to? If you weren't happy then, you're not going to be happy when this is over. You might be relieved for a minute. But see, people, see, uh, I, so often we want to go back to the way it was. I remember New York after 9-11. And, and they say, oh, everybody's so nice to each other. And people were kinder for, for a while, but people were itching to get back to their old unconscious ways. And that's what we want to do now. We want to go back into unconsciousness. You know, that's why this election is so important. So many people want to go back into unconsciousness where they let those people run it and I don't have to think about it. And, and uh, Somebody gets surgery. I can't wait to get back to unconsciousness, you know, rather than I let myself be awakened by this or this or this. And imagine if we let ourselves be awakened by this, this or this, so that we don't get back to the way it was. We go into the present with the way it is and become okay. I won't say comfortable, but I will say okay that you don't know what it is. I'm here, this is what it looks like, and I don't have a clue what it means. Could that be okay? So we don't have to be this couple longing to go back to before. It, we can uh, be here, and here can be good, even though I don't know what here is. It's familiar. There's lots of things that are familiar. But I'm not the person I was last March. Is anybody or any of you the same person you were in March? I mean, no, we've all had new thoughts, new, new, new feelings, new, new, new stuff. And, and so to let, to, to let us, what, well, what are we going to do? It's new. It's different. And uh, I'm, I'm not him anymore. I'm not the same Sean. So last year, this week, I started my sabbatical. And I went to Vipassana the first week. And I walked out of our garage this morning into the driveway, and it smelled like Vipassana. You know, it's that beginning of fall. It's a little, little cool, but it smell, still smells very green. And, and I thought, oh. And I longed for last year when I was... You know, I was going to do the Sunday talk this Labor Day weekend. And then on Wednesday, I was heading on up to Shelburne for a 10-day Vipassana. Silence. And I, and I thought, oh, but I can't do that. I can't go back to that. That was a great experience. And if I go again, and I do hope I will get to, I, I keep looking for an opening to get into. And so forth, they're booked all the time. But I, uh, it won't be last year's. 
Vipassana sit. It will be this Vipassana sit. And, and so to become aware of that is to uh, awaken to, oh, here I am. Here I am. I am here. And here is good. I'm going to read a couple of things. We've got our fall decor here. <laughs> so, what this time is about is repentance. Now, a lot of people don't like the word repent because it's too religious. But what repentance really means is change. This time is about, this is a fantastic opportunity for change. And so, as we get into change, but I'm going to read you uh, the Met uh, Metaphysical Bible Dictionary's definition of uh Repentance, and it starts with the Greek word metanoia is translated repentance. Remember, at the early, beginning of the year, we were talking about metanoia, which, is, which has been interpreted to mean an admission to God of sorrow for past mistakes and a resolve to be good in the future. And the field of action for that which has been assumed to be goodness in the sight of God has nearly always been in conduct. The whole Christian world has, in a measure, failed to discern the teaching of the New Testament about mental laws. A proper translation of the mission of John the Baptist is, he came into, the, into all the region round about Jordan preaching immersion in mentation. Immersion of our mental state for the doing away with shortcoming. So metanoia means change of mind, uh, transformation of the mind, change of thought and purpose. And then they put baptism in this too. And it says, means to immerse in an element, any element, to a complete saturation. One can be immersed in a transformed mind as well as in water. Therefore, it is plain that the mission of John was to bring about the change of mind. The fundamental idea is not so much sorrow as a change, a change, however be it observed, not merely of conduct, but of the thinking, the mortal part of man. And, and so to look in, I suggest you look into that further. I, I have been doing a lot of changes since March and some are subtle and some are more blatant, but I, I'm seeking to change my thinking about everything and my behaviors. I've gotten a new mentor and, I, and I'm working step by step to look at my thoughts and uh, my resentments, as it were, and my fears and where I've harmed anyone. And, and, and just, you know, an, an inventory, for those of you who understand that, of my stuff so that I no longer think of myself as one who misses the mark repeatedly. That's the repentance to change to change, not so God will love me. God can't not love me, God is love itself. I can do this because I am loved. I'm loved with an everlasting love. I can make these shifts, these changes, because I know I am loved. If I were do, if I had to do this out of guilt, I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't do it. It'd be too much. It'd be too overwhelming. But just admit, you are loved. I am loved. We can't not be loved. And go from there. So I'm going to read two spots here from 
the Holy Spirit's interpretation. And one is in the book of Galatians, and it says, yes, live by the Spirit. It's Galatians chapter five. Yes, live by the Spirit. That is to live by your willingness. It is not more complicated than that. In fact, it's very simple. You will be tempted to think with the world. In times of unknowing, you will think and act with the world, but your willingness is in action, and so you will see what you have done. Each moment of noticing is an opportunity for immediate repentance. Repentance is nothing more than remembering what you truly want and returning joyfully to the focus of your willingness. This is the dance of love. And the dance of love is the spreading of light within a welcome mind. So repentance is nothing more than remembering what you truly want. Nobody truly wants to hurt anyone. Nobody truly wants to hurt themselves. What we truly want is to be happy, joyous, and free, to align with the will of God. That's what we truly want. And we don't go back to that. We go into it now. Let's be clear on that. So then we read from the book of Acts, chapter 3, and it says, Do not worry about the mistakes you have made. They are based in ignorance, which is illusion and affects only that which is not reality. Yeah, isn't that great? Every awful, awful, terrible thing we have done does not affect reality. Every mistake anyone has ever made does not change what God is. It may affect our understanding of God, but it does not change love. Love is still going to be love. I love that. Be happy that you've been mistaken. Think about that. All those awful, terrible things, be happy they were mistakes, that they weren't real in the long run. Be joyous that there is another way to see. This is what it means to repent. To repent is to choose again. To repent is to decide to turn away from the ways of ignorance and turn to the voice of knowledge. This is a joyous decision, for this is the decision that changes all things. This decision that you have made is the decision to listen to another voice. It is the decision to let go of the thoughts you have listened to until now and to listen to another voice, the one that comes from God. This decision is a decision to change the habits you have made until now. It is a decision to see yourself through new eyes, eyes that are based on a foundation of truth. And so, let us not ask again to go back to normal. Let us ask ourselves to become willing to enter into the presence of God so that we can be here. I am here. And what I have now is my good. And if I don't like my good, I need to pray that I could see it differently. Would that be okay with you? I'm going to ask Steve a question here. Do we need to switch over now? We have time for that? How much time do we have on that? Six? We have six minutes left on this camera. Great. So we're not going to have to change over. What we might do is end the service early. So I'm going to ask you all to do your love offering now to, uh, while Jen is singing, go ahead and say, I am spiritually fed, and I'm going to do my donation now. Go to our website and find out what's going on here. Steve, that light is blinking. What does that mean? Five minutes. Five minutes. So I'm going to invite uh, Jen Davis up here to really finish out the service, I think. If there's a second left, I'll come right back. Woo!